This is episode 13 of the Gamer Sushi Show. This week, we talk about Uncharted 3 and Mass Effect 3. We play a new game called Either Or, and we make our VGA predictions. Hi, welcome to the Gamer Sushi Show. I'm Eddie. I'm Anthony. I'm Jeff. I'm Mitch. And I'm Nick. And we are back with two podcasts in a row, two weeks in a row. I think that's a first. I think that's <laughs> so, a record. Yeah, that's living, a record. Living up to our promise. Now that we've reached the goal, we're retiring. The year. Thanks for the run. Yeah, yeah, lucky number 13. Have we ever done two in a month even? Like no. for real? Maybe once. At the beginning, <laughs> maybe like, we're really excited about it. Yeah, maybe, maybe one time where a Thursday night fell uh, where there were like, you know, on five Thursdays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, the last and the fell 31st. on the 31st. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe. Then, maybe. So yeah, we are actually doing our best to stick with this weekly format. Um, the Spike Video Game Awards are this weekend, which I guess some, you know, we post a little bit about it, but um, everyone seems to be talking about it. It seems like there's going to be um, some pretty cool stuff being shown. Lots of rumors about um, cool things are going to be there. There's already been a few leaks of something. So basically, this is the VGA episode of the podcast. We're going to be talking all about those. Um, some of the rumors. Nick's got some cool games and some topics that we're going to go over. But uh, by the time you hear this, they'll all be over. But we're pretty good at being awesome and prophetic about video game mm-hmm. things. So. See the E3 podcast for some of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Just so we'll trust see us that we recorded this before. Just trust us. Yes. <laughs> it's Thursday, eleven nineteen Eastern Standard Time. On December 9th. <laughs> On December 9th, 2010. Somebody hold up a newspaper. AD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this might need to be a video cast, and we'll hold up a we'll hold up a newspaper. But um, life. Now I'm actually probably going to tune in. Usually I kind of record them and then kind of skim through to see whatever. But um, I think most video game award shows are really lame. Um, most video game TV programming is pretty lame. But I'm actually going to tune in this year because the rumor, what was it? Some like 10 exclusives or not exclusives, but 10 kind of new games are going to be shown. Yeah, um, like but no, I'm actually, I'm looking forward. I'm going to, I'm going to probably watch it live and I'm looking forward to kind of see what all the games are. Um, you know, I think there's a rumor that there's going to be Resident Evil 6 is going to be shown. Um, I would be very happy about that. Yes. I would I'd be, be too. Even though it's going to be like some, it's going to be like a teaser of a teaser for a trailer that's going to come and. 2014. That's TGS. <laughs> Allegedly, Mass Effect 3 will have something. Yeah, there's the kind of the rumor going around that that they're like that that teaser that they showed was Mass Effect related. It might be Mass Effect 3 multiplayer. But the, the the thing about that is all the rumors I keep hearing keep saying it's first person, which Mass Effect isn't a first person game. So it seems to me like if you were going to do multiplayer, it'd be weird to throw it into first person mode out of the over the shoulder. Third person, I which maybe, makes me doubt. Which makes me doubt that it's Mass Effect 3's multiplayer. That maybe it's a different it's thing steel. set. Yeah, Nick's on this kick <laughs> that it's shattered. You know, that, that Bioware Met game from like the what is it from like '96? Yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's a DOS game. Because in the back. in the release, the guy said like hardcore Bioware fans will be really excited, and I'm like hardcore Bioware fans. There's like Baldur's Gate, Neverwinter Nights, and then the stuff you know. So, so like Baldur's Gate 4000. Yeah, Baldur's <laughs> Gate, yeah, Baldur's Gate 40k. <laughs> which would be epic, but I doubt they're going to do that. But yeah, it would be it, Shatter Steel, I don't know, it might be fun. It's a it'd be a mech game, but whatever. It's a it's a property that they own cuz I don't actually think they own MDK even though they did the sequel for it. Yeah, see, that's just one of those games I don't know if it needs a multiplayer mode, but you know, uh there was there was the story that went up this week that Jeff me and you were talking about. There's the story that went up about I forget the the specific branch of EA that works on Dead Space, but they said that Dead Space Two they're adding they added multiplayer because it was the most requested feature from fans, which surprised me because I'm like I thought that people didn't want crappy multiplayer modes, but I guess I'm wrong. I think that was a lie. (laughs) Well, it was it was just just the the, the reason I thought the article was interesting because I'm just like, I mean, considering we we've all interacted with with people because of the Elite World and Web Zeros. Just because fans want something doesn't necessarily mean it's always a good idea, you know. Yeah. I mean, there there are people that that commented and they meant well, but it's just like 
you know, we have our own ideas. We're, we're not going to. Yeah, if they put it in because they're like, well, if we have a clear vision of multiplayer and we think we can do it well, then that's yeah. fine. But if you're doing it just because, like, well, they want it, let's give it to them. No, yeah, yeah that just seems bizarre that they would even, like, consider saying, oh, yeah, okay, we'll give all the fans exactly what they've asked for. whether or Right, because then you fail. You can't make everybody happy. Well, and that was what was weird is that that video games are the only is the only medium that really does that. Like when you think about it, um, you know, like, cause Jeff, you were saying like TV, like movies, yeah. like, uh, like an author and author, you know, they wouldn't design their stories or their, you know, what they were, their next creation based on what fan mm-hmm. feedback was. And I guess it's different from a video game because it's also software. When you think about it, it's, all, it's not only like a, like a piece of entertainment or, you know, art or whatever you want to call it. It's also a piece of software that has to perform a function. So, which makes sense because software developers do listen to feedback from users. So, yeah, they'll, they'll, it's they'll a weird even be combo. like on the forums. Yeah, it, yeah, it's just funny because like it's not like you know movies and books and TV are any less of a you know commercial product. You know, well, to be fair, they do they do do test screenings, and and that's not to say that they write a movie for a uh, one dude in Ohio. But they do do test screenings where they're like, do do? "Which did you yeah. understand the ending? You know, did you yeah, understand, did you understand the, the ending, or which ending did you like better?" Because yeah. like in Scott Pilgrim, I was watching the special features, and they did. There's actually the original ending. He ends up with knives, and they did a Boom. test screening, and what? people did, knives, but and and people were split fifty fifty. Older people actually liked the original ending, and younger people did, didn't. They were, he was like, you know, he fought for Ramona the whole movie. Why didn't he end up with Ramona? And 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 I thought it was interesting that they were like, well, what do we go with? And they went with the ending that you saw there. But they went with that ending because of test screenings. Mm. So mm. it's it's funny too because like when I saw the movie originally, I thought that it was going to end with him ending up with right. knives. Well, cause it, that was the original ending and it, yeah, it kind of makes you sense. Could, you could tell. Having could not see seen or read any of the comic books, I appreciate the line of, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. Did we, just, Spoiler. did we just spoil everything? We just spoiled the whole movie. Mitch can't watch it. Mitch, we assumed you're Canadian and that it's like a national treasure. Story. Yeah. yeah. It's like a myth they tell it like when you're a kid <laughs> at campfires and stuff. The, the story, story of Scott Pilgrim. Around. I'm gonna tell the story of Scott Pilgrim. No, I asked for them for Christmas, but now I guess I can get something else. <laughs> no, you still need to watch it. It doesn't it's it is it's fair it's very, very good. Watch. I watched it with my uh future father in law. He's in his fifties and he like loved it like he was a fifteen year old. It was kind of weird. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, it was. He was afterwards he was questioning. Seemed... He's like, I shouldn't be laughing at this like this, should I? And I'm like, No, but it's great. <laughs> See, my brother hated it, which surprised me. Because he's really a six. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. My brother, my brother's a pretty, you know, he's a big nerd and stuff. But yeah, he hated it. He was like, I just couldn't get into that. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah good. We were talking about real quick. Um, sometimes TV shows will like do a storyline that they don't intend to keep going, but then it has such a, a hit with the fans and That's maybe true. themselves too that they're like, you know, we didn't expect this, but we kind of like this. Let's keep going with it. So like Ben like, on Lost or like Spike on Buffy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know. You know what? I guess now that you're saying that, I, I realize that my initial point is completely false. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean for that to happen. Did no, I? but seriously, like I need to I need to think about like thinking about that. There are just sometimes though where like fans really really want something to happen and the creators say no. It just seems so strange for them to to tack on multiplayer that way. You know, also, to well, nakedly say that it was it, a fan, sort, fan like, like focus testing. It's like, well, people want this, so we think more people will buy the game. Like, you know, you can do something in a TV show or a movie, but you can't guarantee that more people are going to go see that or you know, or watch the TV show based on what you do. You know? Yeah, jumping jumping back to the to the Mass Effect three multiplayer. I just I don't know if I'd really want to play a multiplayer game from BioWare. Right. Like yeah. I don't know if I trust them because not not because they're incapable, but I mean they don't even have co-op in their games. Like they they've never messed with any kind of network code like this. So I mean I just don't even know if I trust a multiplayer game from them. Well, and maybe not even trust, but like I I don't want to play a multiplayer thing in that universe. I want to explore more single player yeah, stories right. told in that universe because they do an amazing job with it. I don't care to be. 
cheesed by some 14 year old kid on Xbox Live when I'm playing Shepard. You know, I don't want to get teabagged by a Krogan. All right, that's right. all there is. <laughs> that's that's not what I'm looking for in the game. I'm you looking. Know, Krogans for... have four testicles. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good because I can teabag you in half the time. But yeah, one of the other things, and this was this came out today, was the Uncharted Three uh, was announced today, which hey. all of us were pretty giddy for. Um, but yeah, so we're that was announced. Fanboys. Yes, that was announced today, and there's going to be a. I, mean, th- I hated the stupid teaser for it that went up today because it wasn't even anything. But that, was, that wasn't even a teaser. It was like yeah. Nathan's study. It was an announcement <laughs> trailer. That's all it was. It was a yeah, teaser was for a teaser. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, I think that they're going to show like a proper trailer at this. Like, I think uh, yeah, they're going to well, show some so. gameplay. They're showing gameplay on Jimmy Fallon Monday night. Oh, nice. So I'm guessing they'll, they'll show some gameplay. At, at this too, so I'm really excited that we're actually going to see Uncharted Three. Yeah. Also, can now I? Now that it's real, I can't believe how excited I am. Yeah, and, and that it's next year. That's what's awesome. Like, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I thought it was very interesting that the the main story that I read, I think, and that almost everybody referenced on the internet, was actually an Entertainment Weekly story that they yeah. got the that they that and, they were the ones that got the exclusive announcement on it, which is yeah, interesting. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting that like a mainstream media source was to, broke the news about a video game and and the way they spoke about it was in a very, very intelligent light you yeah. know it was like you know oh you like indiana jones well you need to know who nathan drake is mm-hmm, i was yeah. like oh wow that's like and this is like a respected i know it's the internet version of it but still like it's yeah. not kotaku you know what i mean right. yeah like, exactly well especially considering all the writing about the all the writing about the Uncharted movie has been so condescending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, th- and that makes me wonder if that's part of why Naughty Dog went that way. Because one of the things in the article is that they want to turn Uncharted into a multimedia, you know, thing, which, you know, makes sense since they're doing the movie. And yeah. there's a novel coming out, I think. Um, but yeah. the movie just sounds like total trash right now. Um, Do you but know whatever. anything about the novel? <laughs> I haven't heard about it. Uh-uh. I don't know anything about it. I'm I more just faithful the, the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, the fourth labyrinth. Yeah, that's all. I just I'm reading about that now for the first time. <laughs> I want to read about the other three. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why is it gonna be the fourth labyrinth? <laughs> it's like Indiana Jones and the Last <laughs> Crusade. Well, what happened to the other ones? <laughs> See, here's the thing: the screenshots that they that they released. One, they look awesome. Um, but two, See, that's why make... I went with the official PlayStation blog because like Entertainment Weekly had. Terrible. Weird. They had concept art. Yeah, it looked like they had concept art. One thing that I thought was neat was um, in the art, the EW article, they talked about how one of the reasons they picked the desert is because sand is hard to do, um, which I thought was pretty cool because that's why they picked snow for Uncharted Two. Oh, okay. Because um, cool. it was a challenge. Yeah, because snow is a challenge to render. Like snow, fire, uh, water, sand water. is all is all hard to make. Hard. Uh, Jesus. Anyway, but yeah, so so that's what they they said that they picked um the desert for sand. But Nick said something that that made me wild today because he was because remember in Uncharted 2, the first things they were showing of it, the first screenshots were the train. And the mm. train ended up being a huge set piece level. The first screenshots of this are a crash plane. And Nick said planes are the new trains and we both, went, <laughs> we both went wild talking about that there could be a, a set piece level built around a plummeting crashing plane, plane. you yeah. know you oh, know that's gonna happen ass. Ass. oh man you know like, this. I, I hope i hope i'm not getting too worked up about something that doesn't end up being in the game yeah i was like oh, yeah. i told eddie that and then he got really wild and i was like great now it's not gonna be in the game and you're gonna give it a d <laughs> <laughs> there was no they, they, level. They they set the precedent in two that they're all about like Ridiculous set pieces. Set, well, yeah. set pieces in in worlds that are like falling or tilting. So like yeah. they're they're a big fan of, of reorienting your perspective about your surroundings. So you you know you wake up in the train and and you're like oh wait no I'm actually hanging off the side of a cliff in the train or yeah. when the building is falling over. That's that's definitely like their mo. Yeah. And another cool thing is that supposedly this is going to focus on Drake and Sully, which is pretty awesome because Sully yes. wasn't really in the second game a whole lot. Exactly. And, yeah, I was. And I he was, was one of my favorite that. parts of the first game. So. Yeah, they have a good. That's why uh, I feel like dynamic. people that just jumped. Yeah, exactly. That's why people that felt that just jumped into the second game, they kind of missed out a little bit on some of the Sully stuff, even though he was there a good bit. He wasn't there, you know, quite as much. 
Yeah, because yeah. I never played the first game, and I really liked Sully in the second game. Mm, yeah. But then he kind of disappeared. And I was yeah. like, well, I'm remembering like he's in he's in the first game a little bit more, but honestly, he's not like that he does much. disappear in the first game too. Yeah, yeah, he, he, gets, he does go he gets, away, like, but kidnapped at one point or something. Yeah. Yeah. So that would actually be really cool to get him to spend a lot of time with Sully and actually like. Which I would makes like to see co-op. Yeah. That's, what was, that's what I was just about to say. Like, if Sully's spending a whole lot of time with him, could there be sing, like campaign co-op? So, which would be cool. But the only mm-hmm. thing that I don't know if they would do that is just because of the would it take away from the platforming elements of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, to have Sully like like scampering over ancient yeah. ruins. Well, he does that in the multiplayer <laughs> online, and that's kind of funny to watch. But just, you know, the, the challenge of trying to figure it out, like, I'm sure they could do it in a way that would be fun, but just instantly thinking about it, I, I feel like the platforming might be scaled back if they do co-op, you know? What if they did, like, a Modern Warfare 2, like, co-op missions thing? Like Spec Ops? Well, they did it's, that in the... That's what the, they did in Uncharted 2. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't play yeah. that part. So. Yeah, I never played those. No, they're they're fun. They are really, really good. The multiplayer See, now I'm getting really now good. I, okay, here, Anthony, me and you are going to play over the next couple of weeks because I'm... I'm sitting here thinking I'm in all hey, in uncharted mode again. I already put it in tonight and played a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because nice. yeah, I'm back in uncharted mode. It came on the, the chat that I was like, I was like, yeah, I put in uncharted two multiplayer. Can't imagine why. Well, and it's interesting because you were saying earlier, like it's like uh, I didn't realize how excited I was for this game until they announced it and it was real. Yeah. Like, like they announced it and I'm like so pumped yeah. all of a sudden. And it's because well, it's- I I liked the first game like quite a bit. Um, but the second game, like, it was like an instant classic. I just loved it. And yeah. To be fair, I think I think Uncharted Two is probably the crown jewel of this generation. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I I I think I agree with that. And what I was interesting too is they said that in quoting that they want to take on the big boys of multiplayer with their new, you know, in the Uncharted Three. Um, I'd just be interested to see because I mean the multiplayer was pretty good. Uh, for this, yeah, it wasn't bad. The God, so I just if they're really going to get into it now, like I'm kind of curious to see what they're going to do. Yeah, if they're going to kick it up a notch or or something. So I was I was skeptical about it, but then I played some of it. And of, I was like, okay, this isn't like, bad at all. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot like Gears of Wars multiplayer yeah. with the cover and everything, but with, like with platforming and more vertical levels that you like literally like are leaping across platforms and stuff like that, and kind of like just you would play when you're playing the single player. So yeah, I I'm all for it. Bring it on. Day one. Yeah, and we're going to talk about this a little bit next week. Kind of look, you know, next next week's podcast is going to be a little bit about a retrospective of 2010, and then kind of looking forward to 2011. But 2011 is shaping up to be ridiculous already. And I think we did talk about this a little bit last week, but even still, like Portal Two, now a confirmed Uncharted Three, Dragon possible Age, Mass 2, Effect Three, possible Mass Effect Three, Last Guardian, Little Big Planet Two. 2011 is going to be pretty awesome. I think the Zelda game is 2011, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So the Wii's got one. Gears of War 3. <laughs> Gears of yeah. War 3. Well, yeah, the, yeah. It's funny that you said the thing about the Wii because next year is going to be a good year for PS3 owners. A really yep. good year for PS3 yeah. owners. Also Arkham City, yeah. Arkham yeah, City. Yeah, Arkham City. So, cool deal. Um, so that's it for... replay Ocarina again. <laughs> <laughs> what? 3DS. Oh, the 3DS next year. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Next year, yeah, next wow. year's going to be... Yeah, my wallet's going to be done next Selling year. Selling a kidney. <laughs> i got to stop drinking. <laughs> cool. Well, I think that's pretty much it for the Uncharted 3 discussion. I guess, Nick, if you wanted to go ahead and bring us into the game, uh, Nick's got a new game for us. Okay, so this week, uh, since it's like VGA cast, it's going to be VGA-themed game, and it's going to be called Either Or. So basically, I'm going to give you two things, and you pick one. And then afterwards, we can kind of have a discussion about it. Sound good? Sounds so we're, good. We're gonna See. we're gonna do what we did last week, where we we do Eddie, Mitch, Jeff, Anthony, and then we kind of rotate because I think that worked well. Since we have four questions, four people, it'll work well. Okay, so the first either or is everyone has seen the list of nominees? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is more of a snub? StarCraft II not being nominated for Game of the Year or Limbo not being nominated for Download of the Year? We're going to start with Eddie. Oh, this one's tough. Limbo. Okay. Mitch. How do you regret it? Keep going. How do you regret what I said? Keep, but no take backs. No take backs. I feel that way either uh, way. Okay. Star, uh, StarCraft. Okay. Jeff. Limbo. 
Anthony. Limbo. Okay. Mitch, you said StarCraft 2. I, I kind I of did. agree with you, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're the yeah, only I one did. that said it, nerd. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wanted to change your answer. There's no way Jeff and Anthony are going to do it because I never played it. So Right. <laughs> I would have felt the same way no matter what I said. So Yeah. Look, I um, just felt it I'll was really it. weird. Well, anyway, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll explain in a second. But yeah, you keep going, Mitch. Yeah. I think StarCraft should have at least gotten a nod for Game of the Year, even if it wasn't like, I don't know, I don't want to say like not that it wasn't an actual contender, because I kind of feel like disregarding StarCraft 2 as a Game of the Year is kind of a slap in the face to everyone who's been waiting for it forever. Right. But yeah, that's, I don't know. Basically, the only reason I said that is because it's, ta- it's taken so long to get it. And now that we have it, people are just like, yeah, whatever. Well, I just feel like that's it was closer. very console-centric in their Game of the Year. Like, yeah. yes, yeah. Black Ops other- and, and Mass Effect Mass are Effect. On- other console are on are on PC, but still, it felt very like God of War, Halo, Red Dead. Like it felt very consolely. And it if you're like going to you be would a, at least want one PC game in there, exactly. If you're going to be a legitimate video game award show, and you want people who like video games to watch to you know respect you, I feel like you got to include PC games. You know, but how do they how do they do the nominations? Is it just like the top four vote getters are the nominees, or do they give them nominees and then? You know what I mean? Like, that I don't might just know. be the top four vote getters. I don't think people vote for them, or do they? I think people like vote a, for the winners, but I don't know if they vote for the nominees. I'm gonna yeah, find. I don't know how nominees. Yeah, yeah go ahead and look done. it up. Because yeah, that'd be because if it was just a, a panel of people from the VGAs or whatever that didn't that snubbed StarCraft three, I'd be like uh, StarCraft two. I'd be like, okay, what? Because that was my thing. Is that I, I, the reason I regretted my pick? Because Limbo was one of my favorite games of the year, um, and and might be one of my favorite games of the generation. Like I, I loved Limbo, but I think the thing about StarCraft 2 is that it was it was such yeah kind of what mentioned it was such a big important game that I feel like for it to not even be on that list like I don't care if it wins or not but for it to not even be up there and just get and, a nod or something yeah to at least get a nod and it was a it was a huge game like it saw it saw crazy I mean it was pirated way more than it sold but even still it still had huge numbers and sales which for PC it's, games doesn't always happen it sold a few million I think so. yeah yeah so it had huge yeah. numbers. So I think you have to at least like recognize it, you know. I think yeah. it says that the um, they pick nominees and then the winners are selected by online voting. Yeah. Um, okay. So mm. that might be why. I don't know how they select the nominees though, or who does it. So it's hard to say. I just want to yeah. say that the reason I picked Limbo is because um, I looked at the the game of the years you know, the nominees and there's nothing there that I can really say, well, that shouldn't be there. And then I looked at the, that's a good point. The downloadable game nominees. And, um, I lost it here on my screen. Oh yeah. Costume quest. I played the demo. Wasn't impressed. I didn't play Lara Croft, but I hear it's really good from you guys. Monday night combat. I hear sucks. And Scott Pilgrim is a, is basically a beat em up. Limbo should be on there instead of costume quest, Monday night combat or Scott Pilgrim. That's bullshit. And I, yeah, I was definitely, I was definitely, looking, I was definitely looking wow. for Limbo on that. You know, when I got to that point, I was like, "All right, where's Limbo?" Yeah, I, thought yeah. I, I was like, "Where is?" It? And it's down there, an independent game. You know, so that's fine. Is it really an independent game if it was on Xbox Live Arcade though? Because I feel that's yeah. kind of that's kind of like legitimate territory. Well, they've got the indie marketplace too. Yeah, right. Well, but, but I think it comes from a, maybe an independent developer, and maybe it was it, just it is an independent by somebody. Developer, yeah, I don't know. I I almost feel like that's like the the nomination for best animated picture. You know. It's kind of yeah. like, well, we have to we have to shoehorn these guys in somewhere. Did anybody play Monday Night Combat? I mean, should that be on I, there? I played it, and it's it's bad. Yeah, see, that's, bad. that's what I'm talking about. Like, take that one off, and you can leave the other ones on there. But people yeah. love it, man. Penny Arcade is all over Monday Night Combat for whatever reason. Wow. Yeah. Like, they love right, it. Hey. Penis is in it or something. Okay, we're going to move on to the next one. <laughs> I think it's we should move on to the next one. Sam Fisher of jokes. <laughs> all right this is going to kind of continue the conversation a little bit of what we just did um but i felt like there was a, a little bit of ridiculousness with uh with the nominees so the question is which is more ridiculous they're not they did this thing where like were for 360 and for ps3 it felt like they only wanted to do exclusives but then Mass Effect 3 and Red Dead got thrown in there and then Limbo got on the independent but didn't get on download. It felt like they wanted to like you couldn't be in too many categories or some weird thing. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that too. So yeah. which is more ridiculous? They're they're leaving games out of categories 
or the fact that basically every single major or minor actor or actress got nominated <laughs> for best voice acting. <laughs> okay. <goes> first. <laughs> Mitch. I think I'm going to go with the voice acting thing because I'm looking at it here and this is just like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, Jeff. Uh, voice, voice acting, yeah. Ooh. Anthony. Voice acting because that damn Judy Dench. Wow. <laughs> Eddie. Voice acting also. Across the board. So I guess just just go at it, guys. What do you got? Uh, well, for anyone that's for Listen. anyone that's not familiar, they if you we'll, we'll probably post the list when we do when we post the podcast. But for anyone that's not familiar, there's a they have ten ca- like nominees or somewhere One, around two, there for three, each four, for five, voice six, actors. Seven, eight. eight. It's yeah. it's just so ridiculous how many people they like they nominated Nathan Fillion for for two lines from Halo Reach like. Pretty ridiculous, but anyway, I'll. Danica Patrick. They, they nominated uh, the numbers lady from Call of Duty Black Ops, and literally all she does is read numbers. <laughs> but no, no, no. But that's the girl. But that's... it's so convincing. But it's it... Slo- it's Sloan from Entourage. Slo- She's hot. Why, exactly. why did they hire Sloan from Entourage to read numbers? Well, see, that's the thing is that see her face, you see her lips. It's just another example of kind of what we were talking about with the problem with some of these award shows is that Slo- they. Yeah, they try to, in my mind, it's like they try to legitimize gaming by putting celebrities in, you know. Exactly. And, and then yeah, they want to like, kiss up to them and be like, oh, well, if yeah. you did a video game, then you're going to get nominated. Just do yeah. one and you'll get nominated. It's Where's no big the deal. woman who played John Marston's wife? Where's Bonnie McFarlane? Game Bonnie McFarlane. Yeah. Flip right now. Yeah. And so it's, 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 so it's pretty nuts that you have like these really good voice actors um that are actually doing game work but then it's like it's like oh well we have to you know i saw an article about this uh it was about guillermo del toro um all the hype around whatever game that he's making which i'm excited about because i i I like his movies but even still it was like people act like whenever a movie director jumps on to try to make a game that somehow it it legitimizes yeah exactly that game which is like quit treating gaming like the little brother to movies you're you're not the little brother anymore actually you know because you're you're it's a bigger out, industry yeah it's a bigger industry you're outpacing movies so why do you keep sucking up to them like this anyway I, that's just my little rant <laughs> right no <laughs> i'm I just like saying it. i'm surprised i'm surprised that rob whitehoff got nominated because he's he's not a name i'm familiar with he plays john marson red dead redemption yeah and he's the only name on there that. who hasn't been on tv or movies and yeah. he should absolutely yeah. win yeah oh, for sure yeah i agree 100 the, yeah. the 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 woman that does uh the female shepherd. She only does voice acting, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah, Jennifer Jennifer Hale. Hale. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, isn't Felicia Day? She's in the game for like a minute or two, right? Well, isn't yeah. she not her, a huge her part? character follows you around, doesn't she? Oh, okay, I thought yeah, she was she's a, a she's a companion. She's a companion. Yeah. She's an optional uh, companion. I just want to specify that. Okay. Like you can play the entire game without running into her once. Yeah. So it's so ridiculous that they that they would do that. I'm I'm looking at the list now and I'm getting annoyed again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. It looks like I mean, it looks like for the most part, maybe the the guys are okay. Like those people look like they might have done a good job in their you know respective games or whatever. But the female one is like all over the place. But then again, maybe they didn't have much to choose from. Also, you did know? Neil yeah. Patrick Harris get it just because he's uh, hosting? Hosting. hosting. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think oh, Neil Patrick Harris gets okay. it because he's awesome and everything. Well, yeah, because he's in the age. Okay, we're gonna move on here. So, okay, so this let me kind of set this up a little bit. So we're, I mean, we're having an entire podcast about it and there that all of the news this week is about the VGAs and about what is being released at the VGAs. And we're, we're seeing things like Mass Effect 3 and Uncharted 3. And I mean, really big, big titles. I mean, stuff that we normally would see at, at somewhere else. So my question for you is, uh, which is a bigger stage for the video game industry to announce stuff is it the vgas now or is it still e3 i'm gonna start with jeff i don't know it seems like a big deal i'm gonna say the the vgas anthony uh e3 eddie e3 mitch vgas okay uh jeff let me start with you <laughs> part of it Solidarity, was, I was jeff What's that? No, part of it was because I was uh, unprepared. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I said Moving solidarity. Like, uh, uh. No, no. So, I, so you're you're this week's Mitch, is, is what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it, it seems like there are those are some big titles, man. I know I, that's I, 
Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I feel like hasn't E3. I, I was just trying to remember. Yeah, they didn't announce e- any of this stuff at E3. That's a good point. Hasn't yeah. yeah, hasn't E3 started like scaling down a little bit? When, when was it actually? Well, they've scaled back up, but oh, yeah, they, they did scaled down up. last year and scaled back up this year. Okay, so maybe that's but they what didn't I'm... really announce a lot of stuff at this year except Nintendo. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But pretty much everything Nintendo announced was coming out at the end of the year. Uh huh. Yeah, so. and, then, and then Nintendo had the big the 3ds, you know, yeah. announcement and and E three E three was all the um, was it all the motion control stuff? 3D, yeah, and 3ds yeah. and Connect and everything. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so maybe that's why I'm just thinking of the last E three where where it didn't seem like they had any like you know that's when I would have expected to hear about Uncharted three or you know some of these big titles that we're going to get to see supposedly get to see previews of like if they generally if they actually uh, announce that many. AAA titles at the VGAs. I think that's a, a big deal. I think I, you're right to a point, but I think like this is good for announcing them. But E3 is like they do announcements, less of them. So now, but also it's where they get the media gets a lot more hands-on time. So you get more you get more out of it. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot more stories generated from E3 rather than you know the oh there's the preview and then we move on with our lives. But E3, you know, you got the previews, you've got the interviews. There's I feel like you get a lot more out of information out of E3, so that's why I said E3. Yeah, see, I'm yeah, I'm gonna jump in with Anthony too because my thing was like, I'd be surprised if any other trailer, like, like say they say they announce ten games tomorrow, right? Or not tomorrow Saturday. Say they actually do announce ten games. I'm gonna be surprised if more than two of those trailers actually show gameplay. You know? Yeah. Oh, I don't um, think any of them will show gameplay. <laughs> well, see, I think the Uncharted one might show some, but. Well, they, um, yeah, they're do- they're showing gameplay on on Fallon, like yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. So, so maybe maybe I should just scale it back. Maybe any more than one single trailer <laughs> that shows gameplay, uh, I'm going to be really surprised. And and it's cool to announce stuff, but but that's why I think it's cool about E3 is you, you get a lot more hands-on time. You actually see stuff in motion, um, all that kind of stuff. Like, there's like there's, there's one so thing much that I saw. Information at E3. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know. Maybe that maybe that's just like the the old nerd in me. Hold on see, to well, it, see, but, see, but I'm not interested was, in seeing a ton of teasers, you know, which I feel like we might get. I mean, I'm excited about the announcement, but I'm afraid it's just going to be all worthless stuff, is what my fear is. Well, yeah, see, the reason, I, the reason I went with the VGAs is because, like, as an example, like, you say there's a whole bunch of news coming out of E3, but, like, the VGAs are on, like, an actual television channel. Like, I can't think of any television channel that carries E3. Like, for example, Spike. your friend... G4. Yeah. Do they? Okay, yeah. well, I don't get them. <laughs> Not in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Not in Canada. So this is this is Canada. No, no, speaking. you're still consistent. You're all right. <laughs> this is Canada speaking. Um, yeah, I just don't think of any like major television network that carries E3 in Canada. So <laughs> if if they want their new, if they want the video game reveals, like for most of the consumers, it's not about the previews. It's just about does this look cool and is it something I like? Like they don't care about like previews and stuff. They just want to know that it exists and when they could buy it. And even at the the. VGAs like last year when they showed the Arkham City trailer or you know teaser or whatever. Um, is that when they did it? Right. Yeah. 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 yeah it was. It was. Yeah. And I, I, like I mean, it was like, oh, cool. They're making another Batman game, and I moved on with my life. But at E3, there'd be interviews. You'd find out so much more. But it was just like, okay, cool. Moving on. You know, I knew they were gonna yeah. make a sequel. You haven't told me anything I didn't know. Let's go. Right. So you're yeah. saying you're saying VGAs is the Flash. E3 is the meat and potatoes. That is a great yeah. way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can all agree on that, I guess. All right. Uh, th- that's great. Uh, last question. We're going to start with Anthony this time. Uh, I know we, we just talked about it for like 20 minutes, so I might know how everyone's going to go on this <laughs> one. But one of the categories is most anticipated game, and they had four games. And I was like, okay, but this is either or, so it's got to be two. And also, there's one that was just thrown in the mix that's not on the list. So my question is, which are you more pumped for, Portal 2 or Uncharted 3? Anthony. Uncharted 3. Mm-hmm. Eddie. Uncharted 3. Mitch. Uh, uh, Portal 2. <laughs> oh, almost had it. <laughs> Jeff. I said Portal 2, yeah. Over Uncharted 3? I think so. Nick, what about you? Uh, you know... <laughs> If you would yeah, how do you like how do you like being asked the questions, jerk? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Shine a light on you. Where were you on the night of the twenty fifth? <laughs> I I, got, I think I got to go Uncharted three. I mean, yeah, I think I do. So so my argument is that Uncharted three is going to be amazing. Um, 
Uncharted 2 is going to be Good argument. Hard. Good argument. No, well, here's the thing. <laughs> it's going to be hard to top two. So basically what we're hoping is that Uncharted 3 is at minimum as good as two. I feel like Portal 2, like just from what we've seen, is already going to be exponentially better than the first Portal. You know, there's, well, see, more, here's... there's more room to grow, I guess. Well, see, here's, yeah, no, I think, think that makes total sense. But my thing is that, like, Portal 2, like, I think it's going to be a better game. It probably will be, but I feel like it's just, you know what to expect. You know what I mean? Like, you know what to expect from a Portal 2. It's like more portals. But, like, Uncharted 3, like, like I have no idea what to expect. And from a story perspective, and just... Possibilities kind of get you excited. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, there's more po- things to be excited about, I feel like. I mean, even though, I mean, and this is comparing two really awesome things so mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean like i think both yeah, are gonna no be great hating on anything yeah i think both of them are gonna be great i'm really excited about portal 2 but yeah i think like i know what to expect about portal 2 i just want it in my hands uncharted 3 like i feel like the anticipation is just gonna build and build and build until i finally get to to play and finish it but anyway mm-hmm. well i mean i see what you're saying about knowing what to expect about portal 2 but just from what they've shown off about gameplay videos it seems like they're they're throwing in a lot of new mechanics Besides portals, mm-hmm. you know, right? Yeah, I was gonna say it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a Valve game if they gave us just what we were expecting. Mm-hmm. There's gonna yeah. be there's gonna be some sort of twist. I've deliberately not watched the gameplay videos because I don't want to be spoiled for Portal Two. Because like I could like watch Uncharted gameplay and I think I would still enjoy it when I play it, but Portal Two, I want I don't want the gameplay spoiled because that's the fun of it, you know. Yeah, no, I definitely realized solving that, like, the puzzles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely realized that I should stop watching Portal Two videos. Just <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. I don't want to know how to solve these puzzles. <laughs> well, that right, was the uh, thing, is one of the big stories on VG Two Four Seven was like new Portal Two gameplay video going to be shown. At I was like, I don't want to see any more gameplay videos. Just give me the <laughs> like, game. Release yeah. hand, please. I think that's the uh, the end of the game, guys, and um, everybody wins. Uh, hey, I still I counted it's two in a row. There we go. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, now that we're done with the game, the last kind of bit we're going to do is look at some of the categories. Um, and then I think each of us are going to pick. Uh, we all kind of sent secret votes to Nick. So Nick could kind of set some of this up. Uh, but basically, I, what, what I think we're about to do is we're going to go through some of the just a few of the categories that we think are interesting to talk about. And then we're each going to kind of say what. Um, what our vote is, what we would pick, and then we're going to do kind of what we think is probably going to win. So I guess, Nick, if you want to roll with that. Yeah, so um, all right, then we're going to start off with uh, Handheld. Okay, so the nominees for Handheld, hold on, let me pull this up here, is uh, God of War, Ghost of Sparta, Metal Gear Solid, Peace Walker, Professor Layton, and the Unwound Future, and Super Scribblenauts. Okay, Mitch. Peace Walker. Anthony? I don't even remember what I sent to you. You did Super Scribble Nuts. Yeah, I'll go with that again. It's such Jeff? a shitty category. <laughs> <laughs> See, I actually wrote in Angry Birds. You did. You did write in Angry Birds, and that was not accepted by the system. <laughs> this is not a right and ballot, Jeff. <laughs> I hope you spelled it right. I, I, I haven't played any of the nominees, but just from description alone, Super Scribble Nuts. Okay, Eddie. Yeah, I'd probably roll with Peace Walker. Peace Walker. I like that. I actually I actually would do uh, God of War Ghost of Sparta because I've heard that it's amazing. I've heard that too. The reason I didn't want to like vote for it is just because like each of those top th- – the God of War, Metal Gear Solid, and Professor Layton is just – and even Super Scribblenauts to a point. It's like just more of the same from the last one. You know what I mean? Like Professor Layton is just like – it's just more puzzles. You know, great. It's a great game, but it's just more puzzles. You know, and like I just felt like – there's other game handheld games that were better or different this year than but they could they could have done better. Yeah, you know, like yeah. Dragon Quest Nine for a handheld was pretty ambitious. I mean, I feel like that should have at least. Got I'm surprised that's not on there. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So or I'm just kind of disappointed with the nominees. So so what do you guys think is going to win? I think it's probably going to end up being God of War Ghost of Sparta. I agree with that. Probably. Just because, just because, for some reason, awards think love they love God of War. I don't know <laughs> what it is, but I also hear the game's really good. Yeah, so. it's it's like a real quality. It's not as divisive as like say Metal Gear Solid. Though I've heard I've heard Peace Walker is pretty good. I've heard that uh, too. Yeah, I've heard better than Metal Gear Solid Four. <laughs> okay, we're gonna do PC now. Uh, the nominees are Fallout New Vegas, Mass Effect Two, Civ Five, and Starcraft Two. Anthony, uh, Starcraft Two and Starcraft Two. Jeff. Uh, Anthony voted for me. Uh-huh. Eddie? <laughs> Proxy vote. StarCraft 2. Mitch? 
Starcraft 2. And I voted for Starcraft 2. It's, hey. it's the return of the I'm, king. So here, here's the I'm, question. Do we all want it to win or do we all think it will win or is it the same answer? Same answer. Yeah, okay. I think I think it I'm pretty sure it probably will win because it was snubbed on game of the year. Hey, the pirates year. Yeah. <laughs> pirates vote too. Yeah, pirates pirates voted with their with their piracy. Yeah. Uh, probably a lot. I feel like they kinda it was kinda weird for the PC game too here because I feel like they could have pulled from I mean the fact that they pulled Mass Effect two to me is kinda weird. And New Vegas. Um I mean New Vegas I can understand maybe a little bit, but yeah, that seems kinda strange to me too. It seems like they could have pulled from a few like PC games, but yeah, yeah, well, Minecraft is an alpha. I don't really think. I think if yeah, anything, that should be nominated for indie game. Yeah, probably. Because it made some big waves in, for indie game. Didn't try to include Cataclysm on there or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, stuff yeah, like that. interesting. Yeah. The list came out before Cataclysm did, so that's true. Yeah, but it's and World I actually Warcraft, get so yeah, I actually exactly. get New Vegas on there because I feel like New Vegas, like PC gamers, really really cling to Fallout, so yeah, I get New yeah. Vegas is on there. They do. That's well, yeah, Fallout, I mean, Fallout is better on the PC because I played but, Fallout 3 on both the 360 and the PC. So My brother right. bought New Vegas on the PC. And yeah, definitely because of the interest in mods. And mm. I mean, he's already, it already got patches, you know, for all of the bugs that they launched with. Okay, so sure we, not uh, all, of we all agree. I like that. <laughs> Let's move on to the Wii game. Donkey Kong Country Returns, Kirby's Epic Yarn, Metroid Other M, and Super Mario Galaxy 2. Start with Jeff. Where's Epic Mickey? Come on. Uh-oh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> the, only, the only one of those I've played is Mario Galaxy 2. So Eddie? Probably Mario Galaxy 2. Mitch? Donkey Kong. And Anthony? Mario Galaxy 2. Mitch, why Donkey Kong? Because I, I played Super Mario Galaxy 2, and that was just like more Super Mario Galaxy 1. So I was kind of like, well, thanks for trying, guys. But I admittedly, I haven't played Donkey Kong, but I hear it's pretty fantastic and a great return to form, and it's from the team that made Metroid Prime. So It's hard, too, from what I hear. Yes, yeah, and it's co-op. It's very hard. Yes, I actually kind of dig. It, it seems like they're trying to do that more with their newer, whatever you call them, the, the standard Nintendo stuff. They're like, hey, what, we're going to give you another Mario game, but we're going to make it the hardest Mario game you've ever played. Yeah, um, yeah the Mario Galaxy 2 is kind of like the Lost Levels. Yeah, it's insanely <laughs> difficult. Like, I haven't been able to beat any of the Comet levels at all. Because they're just well, no. Too- I played uh, I played New Super Mario Brothers uh, recently. That is hard. I had played it before, and it was hard. I was like, "What the?" Oh, like at first, I was just kind of leaning back, just kind of playing it, like whatever. But then I sat up, and I was like, "F this." Yeah, you can get to the first <laughs> world pretty quick, but by the time you get into later ones, you're like, "Holy shit!" I was like offended <laughs> that they would that they would do that to me, <laughs> and I was like, "No," because no. It, well, because it's a, it's viewed as a kid system. Yeah, yeah that's like offended. Yeah. I had an argument with somebody on our website once about whether Mario is a hardcore game or not because they didn't think that it was. And I was just like, how could you not? <laughs> like, it's, it's yeah, pretty definitely. difficult sometimes. Yeah. Okay, so the question is, okay, we basically all said Mario except for Mitch. Do we all think Mario just takes this because he's Mario? I think Probably. so, yeah. yeah. Probably. Because, see, part of me thinks, what if they, they kind of go against the grain and they want to give something else like Kirby? If, some, if, some I like it's, if, if it's going to be... See, I, w- I was going to say, if I, I felt like if it was anything else, it would be Kirby just to be I, against. That's what I, I think. think like, the only thing, to... Go, Jeff. Uh, all I was going to say is the only thing we can agree on is that Metroid will not win. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, best PS3 game. God of War 3, Heavy Rain, Mod Nation Racers, and Red Dead Redemption. And we're starting with Eddie. This was such a weird... Um, I I guess Red Dead Redemption? But, I mean, that's not what I voted for. I'm. I Never mind. I'll just say Heavy Rain. Okay, Mitch. Heavy rain. Anthony. Heavy rain. Jeff. He- heavy rain. Okay, heavy I rain. actually said Red Dead, so uh, I was the odd man out on this one. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they did this just so that you wouldn't have Red Dead win in 360 and in PS3. You know what I mean? I feel like they need like, to have a separate category for multi-platform games. Yeah, exactly. Like it's so weird that. You know, and then like Call of Duty Black Ops is up for Game of the Year, but doesn't appear as the best 360, best PS3, or best PC game. Yeah, it's just oh, that's good. I didn't even see that. Yeah, yeah, like it's just so strange that you would do that, and it's because kind of what Anthony said—they need a multi-platform thing. And putting Red Dead Redemption here seemed like a way of keeping it from winning Game of the Year, Studio of the Year, best Xbox 360, best PS3. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like to 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 protect from sweeping. You know. So mm. it's just kind of weird. I mean, I, I voted exclusive, but yeah, I, same here. I, I feel imagine like Red Dead will win. Yeah, I think Red Dead will win. I feel like Heavy Rain needs an award. Like it deserves yeah, something. something. 
yeah, they could do it. They could do a thing where they kind of want to award them for making a really interesting game. Yeah. Yeah. And they just and they just give it to Heavy Rain. I could actually see them doing something like I, that. I, I actually sort of like a participant that. ribbon. <laughs> well, the, thing, the thing is, like, no, because Epic Mickey ain't getting one. So I, I had, you know, my, my main problems with Heavy Rain are story related. Like yeah, I exactly, gameplay wise and design wise, it's a Incredible. fantastic game. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's it's just that like they they screwed the pooch on their twist. But as a game, it was fantastic. Oh yeah. You know, I was reading just, uh, this is an aside, but it relates to story and game. I was reading a review of Limbo because I started playing it, so I was going back and reading reviews. And um, one reviewer, I think on 1UP, he gave it a B, and the reason, one of the th- his complaints was that in relation to the story, there was no explanation for why the boy kept coming back to life. And that you, if you didn't read the description, you wouldn't know that he's looking for his sister and this and that. And I was like, but the game is good. You're letting the story get in the way of the game, and that's kind of the opposite of my i know a lot of people have different opinions but like that's the complete opposite of the way i feel about games that's such a weird complaint also for limbo of every game to complain about really limbo like is pure almost purely gameplay yeah i was like do you do that with mario why do you come back when you die in red dead redemption (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) why you got to be saving princesses (laughs) Why, how, why in Grand Theft Auto do the do the criminals always take me to the hospital after they kill me? <laughs> yeah, yeah see, I feel like we messed that guy up. I feel like it's a, feel it's bad. a <laughs> I feel like it's a valid complaint. Yo, is that for, that dude from Cypress Hill? Take <laughs> 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 him to the hospital. <laughs> no, oh, I was just gonna say, I feel like it's a valid complaint for Heavy Rain just because mm-hmm. the story was touted as such a big part of it. You know, right, right. right. No, I I agree yeah. with you. There. Cool. Yeah. Okay, right. uh, best three sixty. Alan Wake, Fable 3, Halo Reach, and Mass Effect 2. And I assume... Oh, no. Sorry. Mitch, what did you go for? Reach. Reach. And everybody else went for Mass Effect 2. Declarative statement. I picked Mass Effect 2 (laughs) as my choice for best Xbox 360 game. That's my favorite thing. That's my favorite soundbite ever. (laughs) I've been sitting on that one for a couple weeks. (laughs) All right, Mitch, why Halo Reach? Uh, just because Mass Effect 2 is up for game of the I guess Halo Reach is, but Mass Effect 2 is multi platform, so I was like, yeah, Halo Reach. Oh, okay. yeah. oh, yeah, it is for it's PC. Mass- so, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. I just always think of it as a 360 game, but yeah, yeah. Me too. PC. I hear it looks way better on PC, which is kind of cool. Had, I imagine it looks, it looks better on, the on PS3, too. I imagine it'll look better on PS3 also. Yeah, this was kind of weird. I felt like Limbo should have been on here. I know that I'm, I'm being a fanboy, but I felt like just because it's a downloadable game, it could still make best Xbox 360 game because that's what it was on. Would you take off Alan Wake or Fable to Fable. put Limbo on? Fable, probably. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, very. Also, yeah, also it would be kind of fun for them to have an arcade game, you know, to be like, this is part of the platform as well. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's, it's just like Pixar I was saying. makes it to, you know, best picture. Right. Right. Why why relegate the downloadable games to their own category? Can't they compete with the the retail games? It's kind of kind of sad well, year for Microsoft when you're when you're you know, when one of your big exclusives is Alan Wake, which was a good game, but I read uh, yeah, Alan Wake was I think like it was being hyped and this isn't its fault at all like by fanboys on on the internet as like the 360 version of Heavy Rain and it totally wasn't and i think that kind of soured people once they found out what it was because they were expecting something different yeah there they, it wasn't exactly apples to apples really not at all but i mean and it's you know it's still a good game but i don't know i think it got uh, pigeonholed okay studio of the year bioware for mass effect 2 blizzard for starcraft 2 bungie for halo reach or rockstar for red dead redemption um anthony uh, whatever torrent I pirated StarCraft 2 off of. No, I'm playing. Um, <laughs> I picked Bioware for Mass Effect 2. Jeff. Yeah, I also picked Bioware. Eddie. I'm gonna have to. I've got an explanation for mine, but I'm gonna say Bungie. And Mitch. Bungieware. There we go. I uh, bio. Uh, I picked. I picked Blizzard because that's just what I'm doing this year. Um, <laughs> that's how I'm gonna be. I guess to start with Eddie. Why? Why? I, I originally voted for. I originally voted for Mass Effect Two. Oh, by the way, we, we didn't say who we thought was gonna win the 360. I think it's gonna end up being oh. Mass Effect Two. Yeah, I think it will be um, Mass Effect Two. But um, Studio of the Year. Uh, my thing is, I originally voted for for Bioware Mass Effect Two. But and while I think that probably should win it, I. I think it'd be cool to see Bungie win it for Halo Reach because they they wrapped up a series which is very hard to do and then they and they did it with their its best game. You know what I mean like with the series best entry. 
and they went out on a ridiculously high note with Halo Reach, which, while I don't think it's the game of the year, I think they accomplished a really kind of awesome thing. So that's why I picked them. I just picked them because they're, they're super uh, community-oriented. Like, they've got the Bungie Weekly Update and the, strat- the stats tracking, so they kind of pioneered that, which is why I voted for them for that. I said Bioware for all of the things that carried over from Mass Effect 1 that will carry over into Mass Effect 3, like the, the connections and decisions and everything. That was really unique, and I loved it. Jeff? Yeah, no, Anthony basically hit the point that I, okay. You know, it's I I also kind of feel like uh, Eddie was talking earlier about how somebody wins best picture, they should also win best director. Right, studio game. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. I was going to, I was, I contradicted myself a little bit because I always feel like best, yeah, same thing, but I'm going to contradict myself with game of the year and studio of the year. I'm going to go with Blizzard because they finally released StarCraft 2. That's (laughs) it, basically. (laughs) It took them a really long time, but they finally got it out there. We're not going to give it to the GT5, to the GT5 developers. What about when the Duke Nukem people release theirs? Are they going to get, like, developer of the decade? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Art of the century. Yeah. <laughs> Give them the Lazarus Award for resurrecting. Hey, Valve's got one <laughs> when they finally release Half-Life 3. Yeah. They've got one in the works. Oh, yeah. they're Yeah, they'll definitely. They'll, like, sweep the awards when they release Half-Life 3. So who do we think? Yeah, so wait. So who do, who do, we, do we all think? Yeah, sorry. Who do we think? I think, um, oh, man, that's tough because, like, I don't know if everybody will appreciate what I, you know, what I think Bioware did. I'll did say they'll give, they'll give it a rock star. I think it'll go to Rockstar, especially if people voted. If this is online votes, more people play Red Dead. More people played Red Dead Redemption. Okay, Rockstar. Oh, I mean, I like that. That's interesting. Game of the year. Here it is. The last category. Uh, We're gonna start with uh, Mitch. My personal pick is Red Dead, but I know Mass Effect is gonna win it, so I'm gonna go with that. Anthony. Uh, Mass Effect Two. Jeff. Mass Effect Two. Eddie. Mass Effect Two. And I pick Mass Effect Two. So is this? (laughs) That's who I want and who I think is gonna win it. Same here. That's I'm I'm thinking the same thing. Mitch, you really wanted Red Dead, but you think it'll be Mass Effect? Yeah, I mean, I I love Red Dead. I'm really regretting not giving Red Dead an S now, especially since I'm playing through Undead Nightmare and I'm just remembering like how awesome that game was. But in all honesty, I think Mass Effect 2 is probably going to win. Although this being open to voting, I wouldn't be surprised if Black Ops clinches it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah sorry guys. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty fun. That'd be pretty hilarious. If something Four, that was nominated for nothing bit. else. Yeah, one game of the year. Yeah, that would be a little little odd. Yeah. It should be I nominated know. for multi-platform game of the year if this thing had a multi-platform category. Yeah. yeah. But all it right, doesn't. So you guys, that's kind of all of our VGA stuff. So you guys can kind of check up on us. We can do a little we can do a little uh checking afterwards to see how to see how correct we were about all these things. Um, we'll we'll talk about it next podcast probably a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. So I think that's pretty much it for this podcast. If you want to follow us, we're twitter.com slash gamer sushi. Please rate and review the podcast. We say it every week, but that's because we want you to do it (laughs) and write a review that says nice things yes please do Mm -hmm. with five stars we we will love you long time we have fragile egos and we need constant reassurance that we're doing okay boy that is true (laughs) so if you want to and if you want to follow me on twitter on twitter.com slash eddie revis twitter.com slash anthony taylor underscore twitter.com slash unsquare uh twitter.com slash mi7ch twitter.com slash nick camardo all right. Thanks for stopping by. Bye. You stay classy. Party five. He's awesome. <laughs> Nolan Norris sounds is. like everyone. <laughs> Especially in this. Nice.